Good day. Glad to have you. We're halfway home on a Monday. Welcome back to the Bill Michaels Show. And if you are cruising around out there and you're thinking to yourself, you know what? We're about 10 days away, 11 days away from opening day at American Family Field, and you're looking for something. You're thinking to yourself, where am I going to get food? Where am I going to get all my tailgate fare? Well, no other place than our good friends over there at Quick Trip. Quick Trip, they got it going on right now. Bacon wrap pork fillets, 99 cents. Saw them yesterday, as a matter of fact. I was up at uh, the Quick Trip, the new one that they had just built recently. Built recently. Um, up by the Waukesha County Airport. Bacon wrap pork fillets, 99 cents each. Limit five, by the way. Great for kicking off that grilling season or tailgate season. They've got all kinds of grocery items there. And uh, for those of you who like a good banana every now and then, maybe you're trying to put some potassium back in the sole. There you go. Got those as well. Many different things that are fantastic over there at Quick Trip. Stop in any Quick Trip. Grab it for yourself. Uh, white bread, 50 cents for the one-pound loaf. Limit five there. If you're going to do some holiday baking coming up for Easter, butter, 249 limit five again but so many great things at quick trip so many i it's just it's it's a staple it's an icon in wisconsin so uh check out our friends at quick trip just stop, just you're driving past just stop in a stop in and and speaking of that the one down 164 i don't know if they're in some kind of a competition or what but the quick trip on 164 and i want to say racine avenue if I'm not mistaken, 164 Racine. Uh, gas is three. Yesterday I got it for 350, or two days ago I got it for 359. 359 a gallon. Just to throw that in the back of your mind, might be worth heading to. There you go. 877 867 1670. 877 Trade Jordan Love with one of the first-round picks to move up and take a top receiver in the draft or a package needed for a veteran wide receiver. Do you want to trade Jordan Love? A lot of discussion about whether or not to trade Jordan Love. A lot of discussion about it. So here's my thought on Jordan Love, okay? Unless you have to, Unless you have to, I don't necessarily have to run out and feel the need to trade Jordan Love. He's been your backup. You've, you've invested a pick in him, uh, time in him. He is, for all intents and purposes, the guy that's going to back up Aaron Rodgers should anything go wrong. Now, does he look like a tremendous backup? New, no. But who else out there does? I like Kurt Bankert. And I actually think Kurt Bankert looked better at times than Jordan Love did, if you would agree. But then again, Kurt Bankert was playing with the fours and the fives. Guys were trying to make the team, and he really you know, wasn't playing with the top-notch guys. So I, I don't know how good he would have been going against the fours and the fives. Who knows? Sometimes it's just your depth is better than their depth, and everybody will look good. I, I, I couldn't tell you. But I think unless somebody knocks your socks off, you hang on to Jordan Love and see if there's a progression come spring or uh, come training camp and he looks a lot better going into the preseason. Just my thought. And then maybe 
maybe you can get something for him down the road if you decide to trade him away. But right now, with what you've seen out of him, for the same reason everybody says trade Jordan Love is the same reason another general manager is probably sitting there going, yeah, no, thank you. Don't you think with everything that has gone on in the quarterback world this offseason, right? Don't you think that other teams in need of a quarterback, if Jordan Love was first-round material, the way the Packers thought, don't you think another team would have come knocking by now? Think about that, okay? For the same reason you want to trade him away and say, oh, this is great, look, trade trade Jordan Love, no problem. Get something for him. Get a, t- get a two. Get a second-round pick. Go out and get it. Okay, my question is, who's offering it? Who's offering a second-round pick? Pittsburgh's not. You would trade him to an AFC team if it was that good. Pittsburgh's not. They're not coming here going, you know what? He was high on our draft board, too. He was going to be our replacement to Big Ben. You guys napped him up. Kudos to you. We'd like to trade for him now. They're not coming. They need a quarterback. Indianapolis, Houston, they're not coming. They're not calling. Washington, not calling. The Saints, they signed Jameis Winston. So Jameis Winston, with as many interceptions as he throws, Taysom Hill being on the run. Nobody's calling. Falcons traded away their quarterback. Nope. Carolina, nope. Think about that. Even Seattle. Nope. Could you package him up with a draft choice for DK Metcalf? Here, we'll give you a quarterback. We just want DK Metcalf in return. We'll give you a first-round draft choice. You can go out and get some wide receivers, whatever. Nope. Nobody else is calling. Sometimes when others look at the same thing you have, And they say, yeah, we don't want that. You know, again, I think you and I can both sit down at a table. We could probably put some beers out, maybe some snack chips or something like that, maybe some nachos and salsa, big giant Bavarian pretzel, whatever it is your preference is. You and I can sit down at a table. We can load up on some beers, and we can both look at each other and go, you know, it's old news, but the Packers screwed up on the Jordan Love pick. In so many facets. But yeah, that was that was bad. Okay, move on. So you hang on to him and you try to develop him. And you hope that he begins to at least show signs of and I'm not knocking Jordan Love. I'm not sitting here just ripping this guy. But my whole point was I didn't think he was that good to begin with. I didn't think he was an NFL starting quarterback to begin with. Never did. Saw the film. All of that, when he was being talked about, I know there's people, well, other teams thought he was a first-round pick. They thought he was, okay, nobody took him. 
Packers took him. Nobody else was jumping up to grab him. Even when they, now granted, Russell Wilson is a far cry better than Jordan Love. But Nathaniel Hackett? As a backup in Chicago? Lou Getze? No. Nobody's calling. Nobody's going, hey, you know what? Not that the Packers are going to trade him to, to Chicago, but you get my point. So I, I guess my argument is is that, you know, it, it's, it, it'd be great if you could just say, okay, let's go get a second rounder for him and package him up and then go get another wide receiver. I just don't know there's a lot of teams sitting there right now that are saying, you know, we got to have Jordan Love. Jordan Love, just be happy where you're at and make yourself make yourself a little bit of money, learn a little bit more behind Aaron Rodgers, and see what it gets you before it's all said and done. Just see where you end up. Do you learn? Do you grow? Do you get better? Or do you stagnate and just eventually find yourself in the USFL? That's it. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Um... Scott says, I figure if somebody would have wanted Jordan Love, they would have already made a deal. Again, it depends on how much the Packers value him. And it would depend on how much another team would value him. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors. But I'll say this. Are there rumors? New. New. None. Zip. Zilch. Nada. Nothing. Maybe somebody called and said, Hey, we're willing for the, or maybe the Packers are calling saying, Hey, we're looking for a wide receiver. What would it take? What if, let's play hypothetical here. What if Jordan Love was a guy that we could throw into this mix? Deals aren't getting done. He's not tripping a trigger right now. Um, Robin says, If they trade Love, we'll trade him for a player. That way, Goody won't look as bad, and when you put a draft pick number on it, it makes it even worse. Right, so if if you get a second-round draft choice for Jordan Love, that's not bad. I'd take that. I'd make that deal. You, you, you jumped up to get him in the first. He hasn't performed very well. You haven't seen much of him. So if you trade him away for a second-round draft choice, good with that. Good with that. But... If, say, all you can get is a fourth, which I would find a little bit shocking, but say all you can get for him is a fourth-round draft choice. Yeah, that is that is putting a stamp on, you know, the grade of F on that deal, on the deal to jump up and get him. You're stamping it. Nope. Should have never did this. Should have never did this. And that that makes it look really, really bad. Um, so that's the reason that nobody's making a deal right now for Jordan Love. And again, I don't want to sit here and just, you know, I don't mean to seem like I'm knocking a guy, but uh, I, I just didn't see anything out of, out of him to begin with that made me go, oh, yeah. Yeah, I get it. Okay. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, feel free, 877-867-1670. Um, 
Mark says uh, Brandon Woodruff not throwing great in spring training. Uh, we talked a little bit about this earlier. Uh, if he cannot go in the rotation, who can? Mark, let, let's do this. Um, I feel like, you know what I feel like right now? I feel like the professor in the Geico commercials, you know? Okay, let's relax. Let's relax. You know, that type of guy. You know, nothing to see here. Nothing to see. We're good. Uh, I, I'm not worried about Brandon Woodruff. You know, if you're throwing out the hypothetical about if he can't go, you know, now there's there's a number of directions they could go. Depends on, like, Lauer is not pitching great right now. You would obviously bump up Freddie Peralta in the rotation, Hauser as well. But, I mean, you do have a few arms that you, if you needed to, down in the minor league system, I guess, if you wanted to go in that direction. But, you know, you've got uh, uh, Josh Lindblom, who has pitched in the bigs, obviously. Uh, Dylan File, Alec Bettinger, Ethan Small. Small has been impressive, uh, and Craig Councils spoke highly of him. Uh, Jason Alexander is another one. I mean, you've got some options if you've got to bring somebody up from AAA to throw and see what sticks. That's probably the direction they will go. But, but I should say that that's probably the directions they would go if indeed that circumstance arises. Okay, I'm taking your question on its face, but I'm, I'm saying right now, I, look, I'm, I'm not worried about Brandon Woodruff. It's, it's way, way, way too early to get into that discussion. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Okay. Uh, we'll get back to the phones when we come back. Josh will be first out of the shoot from Eau Claire. Hang in there. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. <laughs> Welcome back. Bill Michael Show. We continue on. And uh, I want to get back to the uh, phone calls coming up here in just a second. I want to remind you, though, our friends over there at Dwayne's Cover It All, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's Cover It All, and uh, up in Wausau. Great, great guy, first and foremost. But uh, if you were looking for quality work, whether in, in he does such quality work on everything, whether it's awnings in front of your business, uh, office furniture, or the uh, best canvas, upholstery, maybe even a boat cover provider all throughout the state of Wisconsin. Go to Dwayne's, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com, 715-870-2119, 715-870-2119. It is worth it if you either ship it, send it, take it to him uh, in his, in his uh, shop up there in Wausau. Great guy, great place, unbelievably reasonable, and the best quality you're ever going to get. And I know because that's how I found Dwayne, because he's just that fantastic. 715-870-2119. Again, 715-870-2119. That's Dwayne's Cover It All in Wausau. Uh, go ahead and give us a shout if you want to. 877-867-167. Let's go to Josh listening to us in Eau Claire. Josh, how you doing today, man? What's up? Good afternoon, Bill. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing great today. What's on your mind? 
Well, uh, talking about Jordan Love's value, you know, it said if you got a second-round pick, you take it. Um, I've been a Jordan Love defender. Um, I, I understood the pick. You know, we didn't know Aaron Rodgers' future. And, you know, Rodgers was coming off a couple injury-plague seasons. Maybe he lost the deep ball. And I still believe that Jordan Love put a chip on Aaron Rodgers' shoulder and, you know, back-to-back MVP seasons, maybe we can attribute mm-hmm. a little of that to competition. Right. Now, looking at this draft, if Jordan Love was coming out of college in this draft, where would he rank? Would he be a first-round pick? Ooh, that's and a great question. If you say yes to that question, you know, a lot of drafts don't have quarterbacks going – in the first round for their mock drafts, but there's always quarterbacks seem to rise at the end. So if you believe that Jordan Love is the best quarterback in this draft and he is worth a first-round pick, I am now going to say I'll trade Jordan Love for a first-round pick. And if Mm -hmm. we go with the DK Metcalf, uh, Jordan Love value with some picks, yeah, I I go for it. Um, you know, a lot of these quarterbacks, maybe they can develop. I do like Sam Howell out of UNC, but yeah, I'll I'll settle with taking a fourth round quarterback if we trade Jordan Love. Yeah, um, I I but, God, that's a great question because I just to to answer your question, do I think he's a first round pick? No. I don't. I don't think he would be a first round pick this year. I think there's a couple of quality quarterbacks, that's it, and after that it's a whole lot of nobodies that would still be second or third rounders. So I don't think he is because I think there's a lot of other guys that would be first-round picks that are better talent-wise with more upside than they would be Jordan Love coming into this draft this year. You know what I mean? I mean, I know they're saying yep. Mitch Trubisky would be a, a top pick this year, and I, I can't I can't believe that. I think that's a joke. <laughs> Because I admit Trubisky is not good, and I think people are trying to make just because he's got playing experience, are saying, "Well, he'd be a first round pick." Who cares? He's not. No, he wouldn't. I wouldn't take Mitch Trubisky either. I never saw anything in him as a quality quarterback. So uh, that's a yep. great question. I, you know, what what if this year he would still be a second round pick? Then he would. Then that's pretty much what he'd be pigeonholed as, right? Right. And okay, a second round pick. Uh, let's throw Atlanta. Atlanta needs a quarterback. I'm not sold on Marcus Mariota. Um, right. Jordan Love to Atlanta. Uh, I don't know what they pick. Let's just say it's number 36. And let's say Sky Moore or Traylon Burks are sitting there at 36. Would you then call Jordan Love's trade? You, you said a great of an F if we got a fourth round. But what if Jordan Love turned into Traylon Burks? What kind of a grade would we give, you know, a couple of years later to that grade? That'd right. Be, that'd be a tough decision, too. Right. No, I agree with that. I just, I look at, like, some of the quality quarterbacks they say this year, and I appreciate the phone call. Let's look at this real quick, okay? Malik Willis out of Liberty and Kenny Pickett out of Pittsburgh. Those are the top two picks this year when it comes to quarterback play. By far. Those two guys. Is Jordan Love better than either one of those? I got to admit, 100%, I will tell you, I have no idea about Malik Willis. I have not, I'm have. i going to start watching film on him, but I have not watched anything on him. Kenny Pickett, I've seen some of his highlights. I think Jordan Love is 
comparable maybe I but after that is he better than Matt Corral from Ole Miss no is he better than Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati no so that that's kind of where I'm at and those two guys aren't supposed to be first round picks he'd probably be more comparable uh, who's the kid out of North Carolina? Who am I thinking of, Ben? The kid out of North Carolina that everybody was talking about as being one of the top five or six quarterbacks. Um, you know who I'm talking about? Oh, crap. Sam Howell. Sam Howell. That's who I'm thinking of. Sam Howell. He's the quarterback out of North Carolina. Do I think he's better than him? I haven't seen a whole lot of Sam Howell, but I, I don't know if he's better than Sam Howell. And that's like it. That for 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 quarterback, that's like it. There's not a whole lot of there's not a whole lot of quarterbacks that I that that are even in this draft that you would consider taking in the first couple of rounds, and I don't think he's better than a kid out of Ole Miss. That that's just where I'm at. I I I mean, I don't I, I'm not sitting again. I'm not picking on the guy. I'm just I'm looking at the talent. I'm evaluating the talent. And Matt Corral at Ole Miss, I, I I think he's I think Matt Corral's better. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Robin says Packers if they trade Love, it's going to be for a player. Uh, Cheddarball says the Love pick was solid. It got Rodgers off of his ass to play MVP caliber uh, past couple of years. Of course, we still don't win anything with Rodgers uh, except for overpaying him. Um. Well, I I can't argue with that statement. It did light a fire. Rodgers was coming off of injury. So what would, you know, did it inspire Rodgers to play better? I'm sure it gave him some fuel for the engine. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much. I don't know to what level. I don't know to where the focus and the anger and such became prevalent that it propelled him into these back-to-back MVP seasons. But uh, it had something to do with it. But when you look at Patrick Queen sitting there and playing middle linebacker for for the Baltimore Ravens, <laughs> you would have liked to have had that pick in your stable or maybe a trade up for a Justin Jefferson. That would have made a world of difference rather than picking up a quarterback that was not going to play. So I, I it's just... The, the Jordan Love pick and the negativity surrounding it is just, we all get it. It is what it is. You know, now it's just you move on and what do you do with it? Sometimes it's not about the crash. It's about the aftermath of the crash. You know, how does that make you better? How does that, how does that improve you? You know? So, Bill, Sometimes, Jack Cohn yeah. or Jordan Love? Oh, I think they're one and the same. Well, Cone's a fringe fifth rounder, probably sixth. Yeah, so I think they're one and the same. Answers I don't, the question. I don't. I you know maybe Jordan Love's got a little more athleticism, or you know, but I just I don't. I I never thought. I mean, there were people that projected Jordan Love to be in the second round for the most part. Some said he would have been a first rounder. Others said third round. High third round. 
I go back to, you know, even going back to, uh, to our lads when we had uh, Dan Shonk on back then talking about Jordan Love. You know, and he tried to sing his praises, but he even said he thought that maybe he would be a, a second round at best. You know, I, it is so hard because Jordan Love has been used so minimally, but when he's had opportunities, it's always been an excuse why there's failure. Well, he, you know, he hasn't gotten a lot of time. Well, it was COVID. Well, he hasn't getting starters reps. Well, you know, it's always an excuse as to why there's failure. Show me where he looked good. He had one pass to Sternberger that he threaded the needle between two defenders. And that was an incomplete pass. But it was a it was an on the money, dropped it in the bucket, really good pass, rollout thing situation. That was the only time he really impressed me. And I thought, okay, now I see something. Okay, now let's back it up. And he never did. And then in the game that he finally did get a chance to start in Kansas City, well, he didn't look good, but that was because he hadn't taken starters reps and Aaron Rodgers was taking all the reps. Okay. Then after that, Rodgers had the broken toe. So Rodgers wasn't taking any of the reps. It was all Jordan Love. And then when he finally had his opportunity against Detroit, he looked just as bad. So, I, you know, knowing he was going to play in that game, knowing he had been taking starters reps, knowing he had been running with the ones in practice behind closed doors. Didn't do anything for me. Didn't make me go, wow. I go back to the game that Favre went out in Dallas. Rodgers came in. And had they had a little more time, I think Rodgers wins that game. They just got behind early. Defense wasn't playing great. But Rodgers wowed me. Rodgers made me go, damn, that that guy, look at how far he's come. Whoa. This is going to be the third year for Jordan Love. This is going to be the year that in in preseason, if you will, he's got to wow me. If they hang on to him, he's got to make me go, damn, boy, has he progressed from what we saw. And if he doesn't, yeah, it's it's not happening. Stay tuned. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. treating guys with ed all over the states uh, of wisconsin and well beyond the borders depending on what location you happen to go to they've got one phone number 414-455-4451 they can all but guarantee that they can help you out when it comes to ed erectile dysfunction how about walking in there going you know what i'm tired i'm moody i'm just up and down i just uh, whining maybe you just could be low t you're over the age of 30, stop in, just get your numbers checked. Takes maybe 10, 15 minutes, stops. Maybe make yourself feel a little bit better, more level, even, even playing field, so to speak. Or 
If you're looking around right now going, you know, I'm only a few weeks away, maybe a month or two away from getting into warm weather all the time in T-shirt season. Holy mackerel, do I need to lose weight? They can help you with that, too. Call them. It works, but you can't do anything if you don't call. You are not fixing anything, helping anything if you don't pick up the phone. And it really does matter. 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. That is the new mail medical center again 414-455-4451 just give them a call so pro football focus just came out with their new um their new uh um mock draft oddly enough desmond ritter from cincinnati they have going eighth. Now this is a this is a deviation from many of the mock drafts and and if you will the 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 boards of level of talent. But they have Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati going eighth to Atlanta for Arthur Smith's offense. It, it, they say it's just a, a perfect fit for Ritter, and they say that he is now, according to them, the most NFL ready quarterback. Now, take this for a grain of salt, because I know, and the reason I bring this up is because uh, Matthew and, and Jason have both brought it up to my attention in emails. Um, here's the thing. Pro Football Focus, don't forget, all of their writers and their main office is based in Cincinnati. So if this is their guys picking this, might have a little bit of a, a bias there. So he would, if indeed it holds true, he would then be the first quarterback off the board. The next quarterback would probably be picked up by the Steelers. And that's when you would see, if indeed that holds true, a guy like Malik Willis, who is considered to be the top quarterback in this year's draft. Um, in terms of tools, his his ability to run the football and all that kind of stuff, maybe he goes to Pittsburgh. Then, by the way, they have the Packers taking Christian Watson from North Dakota State. One of the draft's biggest risers over recent months. I hate that. I hate it. I hate it, hate it, hate it with a passion. He has rocketed up the big board. Why? What has he done since he quit playing? Lifted weights well, ran a 40 well, jumped for sticks well. I want. What did he do on the field? This is one of the things that absolutely positively pisses me off. How many guys rocket up the big board only to be really what they were in college? Is he better than Alave? No. No. Is he better than Jamison Williams out of Alabama with the bad knee? No. Nope. Don't find that. Is he better than Drake London out of USC? No. But he's rocketing up the big board. My ass. Stop it. 
So I get it, guys. I understand. Look, look. if they end up taking him, maybe he will turn out to be a solid wide receiver. 6'4", 208 pounds. Um, he had a really good receiving grade. You know, okay. That's fine. But the whole thing about, well, they're one of the guys that they've really found over the last few months. I don't want to find a guy over the last few months. I want to know about a guy that's been playing consistent all season long and his numbers, his records, what he's done on the field speaks for itself. Don't give me his 40. I don't care what a guy does in his underwear. I want to see him go up for a ball, get it at the apex, have good hands, catch it out in front, bring it down, take a shot, get up, and walk back to the huddle. That's what I want to see. Don't give me a guy that, look how high he jumped. He's in his underwear right there. Look at that. Oh, my goodness. He's got a 36-inch vertical leap. Can he do it with a corner hanging onto his pants? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. Ah, Rick says the Bearcats quarterback looks the part. However, his mechanics are a little bit spotty. Rick, you're dead on. That's what I've been hearing coming out of coming out of Cincinnati is that he, he looks good. He's a good quarterback. Just there are times where he kind of reverts back to backyard ball and just winging it, and it's gotten him into trouble in the past. Also, the Packers, he says the Packers ne- uh, never take who the experts project they do. I never get excited about it. Yeah, I, I don't get excited. What I like to do is evaluate talent and how they fit into a particular system. That I appreciate. I get that. But I, I, I the whole thing about guys really getting a notice in the last unless the guy is a four or five guy consistently and all of a sudden he's running a four three or a four seven guy running a four four okay then I figure he went to a training facility he has learned how to run he's learned how to utilize his speed his athleticism what have you okay then maybe he's projected a little bit better because he's he's been able to prove that his speed is better but for the most part I don't care I want to see what he does. I want to see what he does when he's got a a corner dragging him down. I want to see what he does when he goes across the middle and a linebacker lights him up. I want to see what he does when he has a quarterback with a really strong arm winging him the football. Is he a catch machine and can he catch anything, or is it just coming at him too hard? He's got stone fingers. That's the other thing. That's what I want to see. If that makes sense. Uh, Sean says Packers need to make a trade for a veteran wide receiver and then build the rest through the draft. And, and that's exactly what I believe is going to happen. Sean, I think you and I are laying there on the same page, just with our heads down, waiting for something to break. And I would my, and again, going back to it, my guess is anywhere from uh, 10 days to two weeks before the draft, something happens. I don't think it happens draft night. Because by, t- by the time you get to draft night, there is desperation. And desperation usually costs you more. Packers don't like to work that way. Packers usually like to get something done ahead of time. Because then you want to have your board set. You want to know where, where you're at. You don't want to have to be worried about 
draft night, still making a deal for a veteran wide receiver. And don't forget, after June 1st, the June 1st cuts are going to happen too, and then you're going to be able to find maybe a veteran there as well. So you kind of start to look at rosters and see who's eligible for that, and then you kind of say, okay, maybe they're going to do this. We'll target that guy too. But until that happens, don't forget, you still have to restructure or extend Jair and maybe restructure Dean Lowry because you're going to need some additional money. You're sitting at about 16 right now under the under the salary cap. You're going to need six to eight. To uh, I thought it was a little bit higher, about 10, but uh, I'm being told six to eight is probably a fair assessment when it comes to uh, total amount of money needed for the draft to bring in your rookies. And that would leave you, say it, say it's seven, say we split the difference. That leaves you a total of $9 million left under the cap. And the Packers like to work with a lot more than that. They like to work with about 15 to 20 under the cap. So you would assume that there is a deal in the works somewhere here soon. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. This Monday, the Bill Michael Show continues on. Hey, we are brought to you by our good friends, uh, new sponsor, but great people. Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews. They're out there on County Road K in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, and just a really, really good place. Really good place. Don't forget, if you are a veteran in the military, they also have a room dedicated to you. But they have a lot of different events coming up. Uh, they've got an Easter brunch menu coming up, all kinds of different good foods, soups, salads, sandwiches. You name, I mean, they're known for their barbecue, obviously. And, and they've got a new deck they're adding onto the place, which is really cool. So for those of you who like to ride, it's a beautiful ride out there in Lake Country. Uh, but if you're going to stop in, they're going to have a whole new deck outside ready to go just in time for riding season. They continue to expand. Tom is such a, a great guy. Is He's the owner, and his staff is just wonderful. Good place to go and watch games as well. So if you're going to swing by your hanger for a little barbecue or maybe that haystack of onion rings, seasoned fries, buffalo shrimp, they got it all out there. Stop in Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews right there on County Road K in Oconomowoc. Drink specials, all that kind of good stuff. Good, good stuff out there. Stop in, tell them we said hi. Good people. Real good people. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. we got a lot going on. Talking a little NFL draft, if you will. You can, uh, um, Justin says, did you see the Facebook post yesterday about arrests in the NFL? And broken down per team since 2000. I think the Vikings had the most, and the Packers had like 28. It was something different to see. Uh, I saw it. I I guess my question is, is there a purpose to it? Is there a purpose to it? Since 2000, I think it was the Vikings. I think you're right. Uh, the most arrests in the NFL. 
But what's the purpose, I guess? Sometimes it's just the program. Sometimes it's the general manager and the quality of player he drafts. Uh, Sometimes you overlook character for talent. Um, But I don't put a ton of stock into that, I guess. Let's go back to the phone calls. Talk to Rod. Rod, welcome to the program, The Bill Michael Show. What's going on, man? First time calling. Good to be with you. How you doing, Rob? What's up? Well, I, uh, I'm a uh, discharged from USMC and 77, honorably. Well, thank and, you. Uh, I uh, believe that uh, this uh, love thing is uh, the guy that'll never be a five, he'll never be a Rogers. They can give him five, maybe three, five, ten years. He'll never be that. Well, I'd appreciate it if they sit there and probably get rid of them and get somebody that maybe maybe a, a somebody that knows what they're doing. Because he thinks, to me, it looks like he's. If you ever watch this stuff, it looks like he thinks he can make a first down by himself, and he can sit there and make a touchdown by himself. You got to have a team. It's a team. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Doesn't look like he's. It doesn't look like he's playing with a team. No, I, you know, with Jordan Love, I, you know, he hasn't had a lot of opportunity when it comes to obviously playing in the NFL. I understand all of that, but he, he just he's never looked as if he was going to be a guy that um, was going to progress. He just when I watched his tape from when he was in college, a lot of his highlight reel was throwing to guys that were open. And what I want to see, because the window becomes so much smaller in the National Football League, what I want to see is a guy throw into tight windows in college because that's what you're going to have to do in the pros. But when you're hitting guys that are three strides ahead of somebody else, and that's that's not – don't get me wrong, it's anything's tough to do. I mean, who am I to say? But – in the grand scheme of things, that's not that hard to do for an NFL quarterback. What's hard to do for an NFL quarterback when you make the transition from college to the NFL, give me a window. Or, better yet, show me a throw that's out into the right flat where nobody exists when he when he cocks his arm and gets ready to throw it, but he's anticipating where the wide receiver should be and then dropping it on a dime to that receiver. Show me a throw where the receiver hasn't turned around yet. And you know he's going to be there because that's where the play is designed to go. And it's right on the money. That's what I want to see. We see far too much. Yeah, I appreciate it, buddy. And thank you for your service, too. I appreciate that, too. Um, but, but that's what I want to see out of Jordan Love. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to find us, do it. If you want to find us, do it. I, I that's what I want to see out of Jordan Love. And if he progresses and begins to do that, then you know what what they've done with him, what they've what they've worked with him on, is starting to pay off. That's fantastic. But if he doesn't get to that, then he's never going to be a good quality wide re- or a good quality quarterback in the National Football League. Um, 
If Olave is there at 10, my gut says Goody's going to make a trade with the Jets. The Jets need to fill too many holes not to bite. At 10? Got to jump up quite a bit to get there at 10. Um, see, I don't think Alave is going to go in the top 10. I, I, I just, I don't see him going in the top 10. Just, I, you know, I mean, I know others are kind of thinking that he, I know others are thinking that he, he will, but I, I just, I, I don't, I don't see that. I don't see that happening. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. I, I don't see him going in the top 10. Uh, when we come back, by the way, we're going to deviate away from this a uh, little bit of the draft talk. We're going to get back into baseball. Mo Agar, our guy from ESPN Radio in Cincinnati, is going to be joining us. We're going to talk with him about the Cincinnati Reds and what the hell What the hell are they doing in Cincinnati, and do they really think that they're going to be anything this year? I know one thing. I don't think they've sold out opening day yet. That's how disappointed the fans are in what's going on down there in the Queen City. So we'll talk to Mo Egger about that. Where will the Reds rank in the National League Central as opposed to the Milwaukee Brewers? That's coming up next. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.